For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcasts and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hello. We are back. It's been a minute. But we're back. We didn't forget about everybody. It's another Briscoe and Big Eight show. What's up, man? It's been... I mean, we've talked here and there, but you've had quite the last few weeks. You've been, like, gone. Yeah, man. I've been super busy. The craziest thing is the uh, getting back with the boys, doing the Aces and Eights uh, reunion. And uh, what a turnout. I mean, man, I got to put it up to uh, Luke Gallows, the DOC. Man, he really, really put on a hell of a show. There were so many people. They were lined out around the building. I mean, of course, you know, we followed all the COVID laws, every restriction, people wearing masks. We did everything to the protocol. But, man, what a great turnout. You guys did two different nights, right? Yes, two different nights. So it was really good. Uh, One was in Rome, Georgia, and the other one was, I believe, in Laredo, Georgia. Now, were these guys, did you wrestle at all? I wrestled both nights, yeah. Hell yeah. And like, you guys came out as Ace and Nate, did the whole thing? Yeah. Was it pretty crazy? Because like, you guys, there hasn't really been any, we talked about this before you left for that, there really hasn't been any real Aces and Nate's reunion. You know, there's been talk, but no one's actually done it. Yeah, it, there's been talk, but... They finally put it together, and when they put it together, it was a really good thing. It just, I was really excited for it. And, you know, having Knox and Garrett and everyone there, D'Lo Brown, I mean, it was cool. I mean, me and Garrett set up a tag team, and then the highwayman came in and jumped us. And after, I'll let you finish doing your texting. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm just putting our uh, stuff out so people know we're live right now. <clears throat> there we go. Now people know. But yeah, it was just it was insane because <clears throat> I don't think I've seen like that much of us together right in one area in a very long time and. Just to be able to see D'Lo Brown, I mean, that was phenomenal. I mean, yeah. When's the last time you saw him? Teenage days. Damn. Okay, so it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. No, wait. No, I saw him uh, Paragon. Oh, okay, cool. Paragon wrestling. 
uh, he was there. He was one of the agents there. So that was the last time I saw him. But so that was a long time ago. And uh, we also did a virtual signing with High Spots, me and Mike Knox. Big shout out to High Spots, man. High Spots really took care of us. And what a great company High Spots yeah. is, man. I never knew all the different avenues and stuff that they do for professional wrestling. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. You go to their website and you can literally be a fan and buy every memorabilia you want and all this other stuff. And then you can go to the other side of that website and you can buy your boots, you can buy oh, your I'll, thing. I'll, I'll show you something really cool since we're talking about high spots. What's up, Chris, my bro? What's up? We're talking hey, you about killed it at the Mall of America, by the way, brother. I watched that show. You killed that. And that uh, oh, look at that. Out. Where, did they print those? This is a turnbuckle. Yeah, did they make those? Yes, and they're they selling a limited edition of uh, oh, there's only, I think there's only 500 of these. Wow. Of course, I know you saw this because it was on uh, Instagram, but yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. Art. But uh, yeah, man, high spots, dude. That turnbuckle right there is the, probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And to have that turnbuckle and have all the boys sign it, that's yeah, definitely getting up in the office. That's super awesome, man. I didn't see those turnbuckles, dude. Those things are yeah, so cool, sick, right? Yeah, dude, that's really cool, man. Ah, so those are for sale right now on High Spots too, right? Yeah, and they're actually stitched on. It's not just a, like a logo press. Oh wow! To the thing it's actually stitched on, so it's actually really, really good quality. So oh, that's crazy. So everybody, go check it out at HighSpots.com uh, and check it out. Man, I'm gonna have to go check it out. Do you know how much they're going for, Kyle? What's no, up, buddy? No. Man, check it out, everybody. They'll get you those are. Dude, those are awesome. I know. When I saw it, everybody was like, I hope we get one. If not, we're going to try to steal one. Cause we were, everybody was just like, those are the coolest things we've ever seen. And they also made a vest, too. A oh, really? A vest, yes. Nice. And we got to keep one of those, too. So I have one of those. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, big shout out to High Spots, man. What a great company. What a great company. Those guys Hell are yeah. awesome, cool people. You know, from making knee pads to wrestling boots to rings to buying your merch to anything you want, man, High Spots is where it's at. That's very, very cool. Ryan, welcome to the show. Always a pleasure. We look forward to seeing you in Waterloo as well. So that'll be fun. Isabel, welcome. As well as Dan. Good to have you, Dan. Always good to see you, buddy. Uh, yeah, man. You think any more Aces and Eights reunion uh, down the line may happen? Uh, I think there might be one at WrestleMania, maybe, but it might not be all of the uh, crew. It might just okay. be uh, a handful of us. Okay, so everybody make sure you stay tuned. And if you're not already following Wes online on Twitter, uh, it's just at Wes Briscoe on everything, right? Yeah, Wes Briscoe 19 on Instagram. Right. And then uh, uh, Wes Briscoe on Twitter and Facebook. Hell yeah. So, guys, get on there, follow him, and you will then uh, find out what he's talking about because that sounds awesome. Yeah. WrestleMania is just around the corner. Yeah, he's next week. So Snuck up, dude. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to do anything, but uh, Luke Gallows hit me up and was like, hey, man, you want to come join me at my table? And, you know, he's like one of the hottest things right now. So yeah, man. Might, might as well hop in and sell some autographs and spend some more time with them and get to hang out. So looking forward to that. I mean, the show was crazy. And then 
it's going to be on pay-per-view. I'm sure you can find it on his website. Uh, we did a huge eight-man tag, which was crazy. Nice. I did the crazy front flip off the top to the floor. Um, me and Garrett, uh, Fluke slammed someone through a table. <laughs> um, Gallows threw someone over a handrail onto the first floor. It was pretty much, as you can say, mayhem. That's crazy. That's awesome. I'd love, like, I would love to see, like, someone big bring that that faction back. You know what I mean? And like, really do it. You know, that would be so much fun. Shit, AEW. You guys have like twenty factions now. What's one more? Let's just do it. You already got half the guys there. Yeah, man, that's so WrestleMania week is here, so you're going to probably be, are you, is that in that area then, or is it somewhere else just during the same time? Um, I don't know. You don't know? Okay, so details coming soon. I didn't even, I haven't really looked. I think they are doing like a WrestleCon and stuff. It's going to be weird to see how they do this whole WrestleMania week. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um. Tampa's pretty open with, yeah. with their rules, so we'll see. It should be fine. I don't know. I know there's a lot of virtual stuff going on and uh, stuff like that, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, a lot of the meet and greets this year that WWE are doing are, are all online. And, man, they sold out quick for two minutes. You get two minutes, and it was like 100. Because I was, I was looking at it because I seen Alexa Bliss on there, and I was like, I mean, I got that stimulus check. Uh, and then I was like 150 bucks for two minutes. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. That's no, no, <laughs> you're not getting my money. Sorry, guys. That's just to me. That's crazy. Like yeah, that's maybe if it was like five minutes, I can understand. Yeah. But like even two minutes. minutes? Yeah. You five minutes rough. I know some rappers do like five grand and stuff like that. For that is crazy. It's, I want to know the people who are paying it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's super crazy. People are. Oh, man. Um, so have you paid attention to any of the stuff for WrestleMania that they're doing match-wise or anything? Negative. It's too long. It, well, yeah, it is too long. Too it's, there's no need for a two nights. No, it's, it's way too long and way too many matches for anybody to even comprehend one storyline. I guess it's not even storylines. I guess it's just matches just to have matches, which, you know, kind of defeats the whole purpose of WrestleMania back in the days was the kind of blow off to every major storyline, yeah. to every, everything that meant everything that whole entire year, what they worked so hard to create and build. And now it's just matches. Yeah, man, I'm glad you said that on another show. I made that same point this last week that I and what, what triggered it for me was when Rhea Ripley came, debuted on Raw, and instantly got a title match at Mania for the title with Asuka. I was like, there's just no story. She just showed up, and they're going to have a match. Like, I, and I said the same thing. Growing up, WrestleMania was always a big deal because it was always going to be the end to these things that I've been watching for months now, these storylines, you know, Hogan and Savage and, and you know, Hart and Michaels and all this stuff, you know, watching it and being so pumped for the day of Mania because I'm going to see these epic matches finally happen and an ending, a result. And it just doesn't feel like that anymore. Now I'm like, 
I don't even, it's like I'm picking the matches and I'm like actually going to pay attention to because it's, and then you're doing two nights, they're doing two nights of NXT too, going into it, as well as the Hall of Fame somewhere in there. Oh my yep, God. yep. And then also Friday, they're going to do SmackDown. So, I mean, it's literally, they're going Monday through Monday. Yeah, that's too much. I think that's just overload. I mean, it is. You're looking at two weeks of wrestling in Tampa, of just so much wrestling that people are just going to be over it. They're not even going to want to watch. I mean, they stir well because everyone's going to be like, oh, we were. I mean, I don't know. Because it's, I guess, what? Uh, there's still a lot of people in the stadium, so. Yeah. That is, I mean, and then, too, they're going to let people in for Raw, for SmackDown, and those are all in different venues. So, huh, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the set. That's always my one of my favorite things of these new age manias. Especially the... with our stadium, the Tampa Bay Bucks Stadium, the Super Bowl champions. Um, we have a really nice stadium. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm I, really I, looking forward to what they're going to do. And wonder if someone's going to do something off the pirate ship. I really well, hope so. Well, I've heard rumors that the pirate ship will be part of the entrance, and I've uh, there's rumors too that uh, Kevin Owens last year going into Mania in an interview said he hopes to jump off the pirate ship. It just yeah. he needs to make it part of his match. Well, this year they just announced this last week he's getting a match at Mania and is with Sami Zayn. So we are finally going to see Kevin Steen and El Generico bring what they did on the Indies and finally have a, a WrestleMania stage to do it. That'll be tight. I mean, I just wish there wasn't so many matches. I just wish there wasn't. Yeah, I, I wish it was one night. I do. I really do. Uh, I don't see, again, and then two nights of NXT is just crazy. That's four nights of big shows. That's not counting Hall of Fame, Raw, and SmackDown. Yeah. Man, twenty seventy-five dollars for a 20-minute Zoom with uh, Jericho, that's, um, that's not bad. That's better than $150 for two minutes. <laughs> what can you even say in two minutes, dude? Yeah, hi and goodbye. Right. Like, could you imagine if that was, like, every meet and greet you had to do, Wes? They were like, okay, two minutes, and then they're gone. That's actually a long time. You think? I don't know. To me, it would go by quick, because I always end up wasting the first minute being like, uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, like, but, I'm but, awkward. But they, that's when security comes and pushes you away. And we go, right. See, I remember meeting AJ you know, Lee. You know, if every person does that, there's 200 people, 200 times five minutes. How, long, how many minutes is that? Right. That's a long-ass fucking time. Yeah, I suppose you're right. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, that's a long time of just, okay, now i got to do this 200 times more. You know, and to be honest, too, like, I've been to Access back in the day. I've waited in those lines at Access for the signings and, and the pictures with the superstars. And there's some times where you don't even, you don't get to them. By the time you get up to the stage, they're gone and someone else is there. Yeah, or they just push you through because there's mm-hmm. too many people. I mean, you don't. There's no way that they can possibly, if not, the, the wrestler's going to be there all night. He's never going to leave. I mean, that right. happened to one of our, at one of our shows for the, the um, Ace and Nate reunion. We ended up doing it right till like, we had to walk out and wrestle. And it's just like, because it's like, you felt bad because yeah. like, you want to give them their time because they paid extra. But yet they're just like, 
they don't say nothing, it's like five minutes later, then they want pictures, and you're like, oh, my God, like, let's go, let's keep it moving. And then next thing you know, it's like the show's already started, and we all have to go wrestle, and it's like, all right, and you feel bad because there's maybe two more people left, but you can't do it because all the other people took too long or they just didn't have their shit together. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, do you prefer doing them before or after the match? Preferably after the our well before just because afterwards I'm too tired. Usually, yeah, and I'm usually main event or semi main, so I'm always like last. So that means it takes longer for me to get out. I rather sure. sign it and then get done with, and then be able to go back and get out because usually they don't have showers or right. I mean, it all depends. If it's a nice building and they got showers, I can go shower and go relax. And if I'm getting paid good and they got a yeah. hotel room, and but most of the time it's 11 o'clock at night, all the restaurants close around 11 o'clock. So then you're trying to rush people because a, you like, I haven't ate all day and you're trying to get food and you know, the restaurants close at a certain time. So, you know, you can't get food and then you're like, then you're like, okay, well, so now I'm not eating until tomorrow. You're right. No, for real. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, though. That's just no, how it goes. Sucks. Like, that happened to us again in Georgia. And then you forget, like, man, forget about wrestling, of, like, not being able to eat that night because you stayed there all night selling up, uh, signing autographs and selling yep. pictures. Next thing you know, you're finally leaving the building, and it's 12 o'clock. And the right. only thing that's open is McDonald's, and I don't eat that. So, you know, like. Some people are cool with that, but I don't – I eat really healthy. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm not eating tonight. Right. I'll go to the gas station and get a little muscle milk or something like, you know, so it's not really ideal. Right. Have you had any more crazy gas station adventures recently? No. Nothing no. since you had to throw the crazy guy out? Uh-uh. It's been pretty, pretty mellow. Pretty mellow. That's hilarious. Um Yeah. What, uh, so you're going to be doing some other stuff down the road here as well in the ring. Do you, you want to get to that announcement? Yeah. I mean, starting to deal with uh, SWE and really pumped to go out there out in Texas and uh, represent Teddy Long. Made, made the right decision in signing me and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, we're doing pay-per-views, TV, and um, we're really going to uh, shake things up, and I'm going to go out there and kick some ass. Looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Spring Stampede going down uh, April 24th in uh, Southern Junction in Irvine, Texas. So Dallas area, Fort Worth area. Mr. West Briscoe's coming down. Look at that, man. Look at that picture, though. Yeah, and you'll be able to catch it on pay-per-view. And oh, heck also yeah. Uh, it's on local TV out there all throughout Texas. Oh, yeah. In some other states. But um, you can go to uh, Fight and check out the pay-per-view. It'll be a great pay-per-view. I mean, the the roster is just full of talent. And it's crazy. There's a lot of good people behind them, and I'm very excited to be with a company that's like, yeah, Wes, we're excited. And the yeah. funny thing is I talked to one of the guys today, and he was like, man, we're getting a huge buzz about you out here. They're really looking forward for you to coming back to Texas. And I was like, I'm looking forward to coming back to Texas. Hell, yeah. Dude, last time I was in uh, Texas in the Dallas area was the the week of Mania when I ran into you at Wally Mania. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. Um, I, I've done, I mean, of course, my match with Kurt Angle. I've had a lot of big matches in Texas. So, and the Texas crowd has always been good with me. And I've wrestled yeah. in Texas a bunch. So I really enjoyed the Texas crowd and the Texas people. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I uh, People are going to enjoy that. You've been saying, like, you've noticed this as you're going out, especially this last weekend. Like, people are just pumped to get out and be at shows. Are you also noticing, too, that you're, like, has bookings become a lot, a lot busier now? Because this whole last year has been just weird. I guess so, but not really. I mean, it, depending on the state, you know, okay. there's some states that are allowing and some states not. Like, can't go do it in California and other places like that. But, like, you know, it is good to – people are enjoying getting out, and that's one thing that, you know, people were saying to us at all the autograph signings, that people enjoy being outside the house and actually interaction with other people, not just, like, let's say wrestlers, but being in a building full of other people yeah. and just experiencing other people because, you know, that, that helps brighten everyone's day. When you see everyone happy and everyone's cheering because, you know, at a wrestling event – you, you're not going to see really negativity in the crowd. Right. Everyone's pretty much along with the ride, you know? So right, right. The cool thing about pro wrestling is that, you know, everyone's getting along, everyone's cheering, and everyone's booing for the same people usually. So it's pretty cool to see, you know, everyone just super happy and unified and just, I, I thought, it was, what a great experience. Again, you know, I got to thank Luke Gallows, Laredo Pro Wrestling, Everybody just, what a great, great, great show. Hopefully we do it again. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm up here in Minnesota, I'm starting to see shows are finally popping up again and, and happening around here. So that's been very exciting. Uh, I'm actually going to one in a few weeks in the Twin Cities area. I think I'm going in Iowa in May. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I haven't gotten confirmation on tickets on that one yet so i guess i don't know hey, I thought it was july. <laughs> the the their anniversary shows in may hall of fame is july okay and it's the first week of july right Second hall of fame july. is the 15th through 17th does that sound right is that a weekend um behind my calendar up but i think that's I right maybe I'm I'm pretty sure that's that's correct. Um and actually the the stuff for the the Hall of Fame is actually they're they're, they're definitely going full steam ahead as far as it's going to be happening cuz they're really pushing it right now as far as like tickets are on sale, get them all that good stuff. So yeah, guys, it's going to be a good time. July 16th. So that's a Friday. So yeah, the 15th through the 17th. Uh and you can get your all access passes for it. What's that? It starts on a Thursday? Uh, that's when they have the first night for the, the meet and greet and welcome, or the welcome uh, happy hour at the Hall of Fame for All Access Pass and the guests. Uh, and then, yep, Friday's basically wrestling and podcast day. And then Saturday? Is uh, all the Hall of Fame stuff and then the banquet, which is always a, a, an awesome time. Um, yeah, and somewhere then on there on Friday, we should be doing... The live podcast went over very well last time. It was enjoyable, a little stressful going into it, but it was enjoyable once we did it. And uh, I think we proved our worth at that thing for anybody who didn't realize what we were doing. Yeah, it was fun. It was definitely a good time. So hopefully Troy lets us do it bigger and better. 
and you know gives us a little bit bigger of a space and you know we'll see yeah it's going to be a good time ryan thanks we'll we'll we'll, we'll welcome those i guess down there yeah it's going to be a good time though i can't wait what's that nothing uh yeah it'll be it'll be a lot of fun so i've got uh the hotel booked already for that so We've got our little studio area that's going to be set up to do whatever we want while we're there as far as Briscoe and Big A's content. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Let me ask you something, though. We've been talking about these meet and greets and everything, and you just did these two awesome meet and greets and matches with the Aces and Nates reunion. I know you're not, like, a wrestling guy as far as because you work in the business, it's your life and all that kind of stuff, but, like, what are the things that you do fan out for? Like, who is somebody that in your world of West Briscoe, you'd be like, okay, I, I would maybe pay for that meet and greet. Cause that's someone that, you know, like what, what are you, what do you fan out and freak out over? Like what, what gets you like, Oh man, I know you're like a big music guy. Cause you and I talk music and concerts all the time and stuff, but. Uh, probably some talking with some real estate mobile. Nice. Yeah, nice. I don't really care for actors or like, and like a Gary V. Yeah, or like I don't music or sports people. I've just been around it my whole life. That it's just like I don't really it doesn't. I don't know. I I feel those are just people just like me. Oh, dude, and I, you I, I like to meet people that are like super successful outside of the norm, or like someone that's done something else and then created themselves in a whole nother way by yeah. whatever they do. I'm more intrigued with people taking their life into another level of like leveling up, you know, being right, right. entrepreneurs and people that, you know, started out with nothing or had a little bit and used all their contacts and created a mobile by just, you know, working hard. I don't know. Those are the people that I would probably say now to me just because maybe that's the the stage of life that I'm in, you know, like, cause everyone I think maybe would be in different stages of their lives where they're like, Oh, I would love to see like, like when I was a kid, it would probably be some rock band or somebody. Right. Right. But now it's like, I rather see some real estate mobile guy. That's like crazy. And you know, right. Like, oh, that's, I don't know. That's, that's, a, that's, that's not a not normal answer though. Like I said, like Gary Vee is someone who's, you know, a business mogul and people pay thousands of dollars to just see him and like get like five that minutes. Manny, that Manny Cushman guy. Mm -hmm, yeah. um, um, there's a bunch of guys, Jim Norton. He's, uh, he does uh, real estate. There's a bunch of real estate guys that are on YouTube and other platforms that are famous that are, but I don't really, I rather meet the people that are not, that you don't know about. Right. I'd rather meet those people. I'd rather meet the people that you have no clue. You know, like those are the people that I want to know because that's the type of person I am. Like, right. I wouldn't be like how they are. You know, like those people are two different breeds. You know, like there's a breed that has their money and no one knows and they just, they're doing well. And then those people that are like the Manny Cushman's that, by three Bugattis and you right, know, right. That'd be all this stuff and wants to be famous and like that's the exact opposite. I want to like lay low and yeah, and no one know. <laughs> right, you just want to know you're you're good. 
Things are taken oh, care of. Clothes over and over again. Yeah, just shorts and flip flops. I was gonna say, well, and you don't wear shirts anyway, so it's literally yeah. just shorts and flip flops. Yeah, so. so I could do one pair of shorts for like <laughs> years. So I'll be good, bro. Yeah, I mean, you could literally like you like you've always talked about. You love Puerto Rico. Like you could literally like go live there on the beach, not go anywhere, and just stay there, yeah. and you'd be content. You know what I mean? Like that. You are a very very chill chill person. Like. You kind of just vibe out, which is awesome. That's yeah. that's that's why yeah. we get along. I've lived in the city. I've done every lived in the city, lived in the country. Well, dude, you've done so much. I mean, I saw your post. Was it today? You posted the photo of you guys doing the photo shoot for your uh, signature board. Mm-hmm. Dude, you you look like a baby. It was crazy. Yeah, I was like twenty four, twenty five. It's amazing to see stuff like that and be like, dang, we're getting old. But, dude, that's – but, I mean, that's – That was my second pro model, too. Okay, so you've had one before oh, that. Yeah, that wasn't even my first one. That was my second one. That's so nuts. That's uh, – do you ever get and, – and not necessarily maybe get back in the water and do it, like, competing, but do you ever ever think about getting involved with that world of, of pro wakeboarding again ever? Just, like, go to some events maybe, judge something? I've gone to events, but i just not. I just, my body can't hold up to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you ever miss it, though? My body's not physically capable of doing that. So everybody watching, understand what he's saying. His body's taking that much of a beating in the water wakeboarding that he wrestles instead. Like, so if anybody's like, oh, you know, wakeboarding's not that. Rather, just ride ride water. You just water. Like, no, that hurts. No, you're (laughs) strapped into something. So there is no give and take on the body. And wakeboarding, you're not landing on tra- transition. You're landing on a flat surface, so you're constantly compressing your body. It's not like surfing or snowboarding or anything, or skateboarding where you're landing on another ramp where it's, like, perfectly smooth. Right. It's only flat, so it's always jarring your body. You're always constantly bam, bam. So after a while, the body doesn't want to do that no more. I bet. Did you see Okay. I was going to say, did you use the skateboard, too, at all? Yeah. Like, just for fun? I used to do, like, kickflips, shove it. I could start kickflip and shove it right now, like, grab the skateboard. Oh, that's I great. I have done it so many times that, you know what I mean? Like, You're right. There's a, on one of the AEW vlogs, vlogs this last week on their YouTube, uh, the, they have Brian Cage trying to do a kickflip for... Like, like, he did it a bunch of times, but he nails it, and it's, it's great. Yeah, he actually nailed a frontside flip. Did he? Okay. Yeah. It yeah, was, dude. It was so funny that they all are just skateboarding backstage now. Like all. Yeah, that's kind of not the best thing I would be doing before I do this. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I was seeing that. I was like, that just looks like an easy way to hurt yourself before you have to go work. Just roll your ankle. I mean, that's probably the worst that's going to happen. But if you roll your ankle, you can't be running the ropes or doing anything like that. So that's that's the whole thing. It's like. I've seen people roll their ankle or break their ankle just messing around like that. But you know what? They can do what they want to do. Yeah, man. I don't tell anybody anything. No. no it's not our job. It's no one's job. Um, yeah, man. That's uh, So what else have you – like, you literally can do any extreme sport. You've done them all. Like, you've snowboarded. I know you've uh, – Water ski, I'm assuming, just because you've done. Wait, can you do the barefoot stuff? 
I've never water skied that barefooted, but I've never water skied. Would it be harder to do it on skis, you think, than doing your barefoot? I don't know. I've never done uh-huh. it. I'm sure I could do it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've never did it. That's crazy. I want to come out and actually try to do some of the body surfing. I keep watching Action Bronson doing it, and I'm like, you know, I think I can do that. A body surf? Yeah. Boogie board? Yeah, yeah. I think I can do it. Uh, the surf community. <laughs> you going to clown on me? Yeah, they don't really. They get along, but not really. They don't. Well, let me do it for like a, a couple times, and then once I feel comfortable with that, I'll try to stand on a surfboard. Sure, you can sponge it up. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I do want to try it. I really do. Uh, watching like some of the stuff you're doing in Puerto Rico, I was like, I really would like to actually try getting on a surfboard someday and, and see if I can do it. Yeah. You definitely could. Just take practice. I always just think I can't do that kind of stuff because I'm just fat and overweight, and I'm like, that just is why I shut myself down with it. But, like, I do want to try. Fat and overweight people do it. Right. Do yeah, and that's just it. picture of a fat, overweight person doing it. <laughs> like, Dude, they're yeah, going to come up. That guy's fat and overweight, and he starts better than me. Right. The guy's going to come up to you and be like, bro, why are you taking pictures of me on my board? <laughs> i got to show my friend back in Minnesota. Well, I mean, there's, there's – there's more than one of them. It's not like there's just one right. out of shape person out there. There's actually a bunch. That's why they make longboards. Okay, so is, is that better for the balance? Yeah, it's a huge board. It's like I put you on a board that's eight feet long. Yeah, I would feel comfortable massive. with that. I would feel very massive. comfortable with that. Yeah, I can handle that. Well, first you got to get out there. Yeah, how far out are we talking? That's... Well, first is that's not the problem. It's getting past the first two waves and not giving up. That's when most people will give up. That's when I see most beginners give up is when they like get hit and then they're like, "Fuck, this is hard." And they start swimming. <laughs> and they're like, "Bam!" And they're like, "Wow, this is really hard." And then they start breathing. And they're like, "Man, this is really hard. I'm not going anywhere." And then they just turn around and go back to the beach. How how many people have you taught how to surf? Have you taught anybody? multiple people yeah okay so like how does that how does it generally go like have you had anybody quit on you all most people do really yeah most people do there's only a few that don't and normally most time if they do they just make it out and they're like happy to make it out and don't even catch a wave and just swim (laughs) they're just like hey i was on it i was on the board those are people that are like think that they know how to surf. They come oh, okay. with me and they'll be like, "Oh man, I know how to surf. Take me on a day." And then I'll call them, and it'll be like five or four feet, not very big, but to them it's like, "Holy shit!" And I'm like looking behind me, and they're like drowning and flipping around. The boards all over the place. I'm like, "You said you know how what you're doing." Oh. <laughs> But, like, I wouldn't take you out on a day like that. I would take you out on a day that that was probably one foot. Like, literally, the wave would probably be this high. Yeah, and I would feel very comfortable about that. I'd feel good about that. Yeah, but you said you weren't scared of that. You're scared of what's in the water. So that's not well, yeah, I don't want to get eaten by a shark. You're not going to get eaten. You just get bit. I mean, neither one's a good day. Two different things. 
<laughs> Neither one's a great day, though. I've heard, you, well, you scare me, though, bro. That's the thing. You tell me these stories about, oh, yeah, that one hit me, uh, freaking surrounded me. Like, what? Don't tell me that. Yeah, Don't but you know, that. I've been in the water a hundred or a million times. So, right. I've been a counter or something by just, by just odds of probability, I'm going to run into one. I mean, just the amount of time I spend on the water, it's going to happen. Right. Have you ever caught, like, a, have you caught a shark while fishing? Yeah. Like a big boy at all? Yeah. When you're doing your deep sea stuff? Yeah, there's one on my Instagram from a while back in the Keys. It's only really? a shark, though, but yeah. All the time. Most of the time, they break it off, though. It has to be a really hard leader. A leader is what's attached to your line mm-hmm. because when you're deep sea fishing, most fish have, like, actual, like, jaws, so they'll break the line. So you put a metal leader. And depending on how strong that leader is, is whether if a shark will bite it off or not. Because usually, most times, a shark will bite that leader off because that leader is only, like, I don't know, like, not very strong. It's strong enough for, like, a tuna or a wahoo not to snap it off, mm-hmm. but not strong enough for a shark. I mean, they do make shark leaders and bigger leaders, but I don't use those type of leaders because that adds more weight and drag onto the actual line and lower, so I use the certain amount of, you know. Right. It all, it all depends. Nice. I'd, uh, yeah, I need to get more into fishing. I was hoping to do that this year, uh, yeah. you know, because up here where I'm at, I mean, we got lakes all over. You know what I mean? You just got to be ready, always ready. Look at you, you, dude, you're like my buddy who lives next door. Like, the guy's got like five poles in his car ready to go at all times. I have one usually in my truck all the time. Nice. And I can always stop him and usually throw one out. Dude, I've gone. Like, I go here and there throughout the, the good season here in Minnesota, but it's literally been like maybe 10 years since I've actually caught a fish. I've gotten bites. But I just have not caught in shit, dude. Literally, it was in my teens when I caught a fish last. Man, I don't. I just probably you don't know what you're doing. Oh, I definitely don't. I'm not good at it. But like when I do go with like other friends, though, they have bad luck too. So I just I don't know. Maybe I'm cursed, dude. Or maybe your friends don't know how to fish. That could I mean, be. Too- are they are they posting pictures all the time of them catching fish, or do they fish every once in a while? No, uh, one of them does. One of them goes literally like every day and catches shit all the time. And he's caught him when I'm around him, and he's just like, "You suck." <laughs> Most of the time, it's people just don't. I mean, I fish a lot. Yeah. So I mean, there are days that I don't catch anything, but the next day I would catch something. Like it's not going to go two days in a row. Like that's not. And even then, I could still catch something. Like I went and like maybe wasn't didn't catch the fish that I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, right. Where I catch stuff. I always throw it back, but it's not the fish that I'm looking for or the fish that I want to eat. So I'm not going to just kill or a random fish just to do it. So I always throw it back, you know. Right. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to keep you updated on how good my fishing skills can become this summer if I actually can get out and do it. First. I have one. I have two. They're in my closet. I have them. I just don't go. Or is the same lower tied to it? How long has that that line been on that fishing pole? uh, Yeah, okay. It's been there a couple years because it only gets used a few times a year. But uh, I'm going to redo the line because 
it sucked when you actually caught a fish and the line broke because it's old line. Mm-hmm. That happens. Yeah, and that would be my luck too. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'll have to I'll have to look into that. I'm gonna get more into golf this summer. That was my goal. It starts on Saturday. I'm pumped. It's gonna happen, dude. A couple years from now, I'm gonna make it. My plan is to get good enough at golf that I could become a pro on the senior tour. Since I'm already kind of past the rest of the, you know, it's a little late. I'm already almost forty. So uh, you probably have to be really good to do that. <laughs> I mean, those guys have been playing golf for a long ass time. <laughs> I don't. You might be. They're getting old though, dude. Like their eyes aren't as good. They're kind of losing it. They're slowing yeah, your down. Your going to be bad too if you're in the same age bracket. Yeah, that's true. But um, I don't know. have been playing the whole their whole life. They're like, look at this guy. Oh, I know. And then they just look and laugh, and you're like nervous. No, they're like, dude, you've never played in front of a crowd, have you? And you're like, no. <laughs> Dude, I know. I that's true. I've been to some tournaments where there's people around when you tee off and everybody's watching, and it's just like dead silence. I oh, just staring. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, dude. That and okay, he's our first forehand. Uh, right, that and when I, uh, I well, he steps back. He's fighting <laughs> a lot. Hmm. He wipes the forehead again. He goes back up for his swing. Oh no! Wipes the sweat off again. Guys, be quiet. He goes up. <laughs> Shank. Yep. Oh yeah. He goes, Boo. <laughs> so he growing up over his knee. Right. He goes into the fairway. And then my luck, it'll just hurt my knee and it won't even break. Then I'll look even worse. He missed and broke his knee. Dude, when I was growing up, like most of my childhood and teen years and even adult years, I've I've been a bowler my whole life. Like it was just when I was like four years old, I got a bowling ball put in my hand at a bowling alley and it just stuck, I guess. And yeah, man, there's been some times where I've had to do some shots like that. I opened up a tournament as a kid and I had to bowl off with the mayor and like 300 people are packed in this bowling alley, just dead quiet watching me and this dude bowling the whole time. I'm like, I'm like 12. And he doesn't know how to bowl. Like, I've got to beat him. Like, I'm going to be really embarrassed he beat me. Uh, But, like, that and then, like, when I was coaching, I coached the high school team for bowling, too. And that was, like, watching my kids up there bowling when we're bowling to go to the state tournament. And there's, like, you know, 300 people in the the alley. And it's, like, dude, it's nervous. It was nerve-wracking, bro. I was losing it. Oh, dude, I took my bowling serious, man. I was good. 300 people at, at a bowling contest. Yeah, the high school stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, the high school, the high school matches. Yeah, yeah, all their parents. Yeah, well, yeah, but they're all there watching those matches, and then it, it was brackets. So, team? uh, we had like eight on our varsity team. I doubt there's two hundred people there. Either way, a bowling alley full of people, though. So, was like my high school wrestling matches, and we were good. There wasn't two hundred people there watching. Oh no, not normally. This was like our roll off. This was like our uh, conference tournament to go to the yeah, state okay. tournament, so that's why. Yeah, 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 that's why. Yeah, I thought you just meant like regular bull like, No, 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 no. Man, there is no way in hell. No, no, no. This was no the uh, <laughs> no. Th- this was our conference tournament because th- the funny thing is, I had really good kids on the team, but we just weren't that great. We were last place in our conference. We weren't. 
we were supposed to be eliminated right away in the conference tournament. We were not supposed to do anything. We ended up going to to do with the coach. No, it was, uh, no, it was really, we had, uh, we, there was just some really strong teams in the in the conference too, because like the one team, uh, one of the towns south of us has won like state like five years in a row, all that stuff. So, um, and you know, we just didn't have that great of a team, man. A lot of beginners and stuff like that. We didn't have a. Some of those places had like eight kids that were solid junior bowlers their whole life. Where I had kids that like they picked it up for the first time joining the team because we didn't have enough kids. Um, we didn't have enough on the squad to keep it going. Basically, yeah, but I had enough good guys to bowl our varsity team, but again, we weren't the top. Um, and again, I was my first year coaching too, so yeah, I was before that my coaching experience was coaching soccer. You know, I had never coached a bowling team, and I was like, how do I even do this? Like, I know how to bowl, I've done it my whole life, but how do I coach? Whatever. But no, we ended up going through the whole tournament and we got to the final match. And that's why everybody stuck around too, because they knew we sucked. So they were like, like the "There's no, okay. yeah." They were like, "There's no way these kids are gonna actually pull this off." Like, no way. And then we ended up having, yeah, we pulled off. We ended up bowling the the, the first seeded team, and we ended up beating them in the last game because it's uh, what's it like? What happened to four, first to seven, uh, or best out of seven each match, and uh, yeah, we pulled it off and won, and it was. So then what happened after that? Oh, then we went to state and immediately got rolled out. <laughs> immediately, bro. I felt That's so weird. felt so bad for my kids, dude, because they were so pumped that we made it to state. And, and they were like, like, come on, we're going to practice even harder. And then I mean, we practiced. Yeah, so, and we, you, know, oh, but, you were like, oh, we practiced. But it's not well, that you guys didn't really train. No, we did. We had our practices. Like, yay. And you're like, you know what, we'll take a couple days off. You guys relax, you know. All right. Well, we did what we could do just because you go right to training right when you get back. Well, I, and I hope some of them did. The unfortunate part is we can only practice when we practice because, you know, someone's got to pay for that time at the bowling alley. And unfortunately, the school and the bowling alley didn't want to help us with that. So uh, not a lot of money coming in because we weren't treated like any of the other sports teams because we kind of weren't. Um, yeah, I don't know too many schools that have a bowling lane. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't. You got to really know about your school to know that. Otherwise, it's not. It, it's more of a club, but that you can letter and varsity and all that stuff. So, and again, it means a lot to the kids. But yeah, man, we went up there. We spent the night. We went to the bowling alley the night before so they could practice and get used to the lanes. And then just we just got killed, man. I mean, there was teams rolling three hundreds though the first like game of the very first you know opening tournament. So it was like we were in the deep, man. We weren't ready for that. Rolls three hundreds like all the time. Yeah, one of my kids and, is. Like, and he holds a bowling ball like. Oh, he does a two-hander, yeah. No, uh, maybe, maybe two. I don't know how he does it, but he 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 could he'll smoke you on golf and bowling. I guarantee you, he oh, holds. Yeah. He does like his worst days are three hundred. Like that's like him like bowling like really really shitty. And the crazy. Thing well, no, no, no. What is like his really worst shitty though? Because it can't be three hundred though. Why? Because 300 is the highest you can get. Okay, That's well, then what's, like, like... So, like... She bowls, like... Like, so 200, two, 220, somewhere in there, average. I would mean, be, like, pros. 40, 250. All right, like, yeah, so he's... He's good like, enough where he's won, like, multiple tournaments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's and he's like, been to the uh, USBCs. He was, like, a wakeboarder. And oh, he nice. crazy good at wakeboarding. He could do more tricks than I could ever think of. 
Like, he was just something – he was so talented, but he never yeah. really applied himself. And okay. Golf. Golf? Dude, him and my roommate – well, we are both – I had two roommates, and they both were, like, guys that you wouldn't think that play golf, but played golf since they were, like, six years old. Mm-hmm. So they're out there, like, that, like fooling, having, like, tournaments against each other, and you would never even know, but they were, like, really good. Like, I'm talking about, like – really good at golf and bowling. I was like, huh. It's weird when you find out people that are good at those things that you don't hear a lot of people doing. You know what I mean? He golfs every every once in a while, but even when he golfs, everyone's like, he always posts his score and he's always like, Mike Knox. Mike (laughs) Knox has won like four or five tournaments. Nice. Yeah, and I know Chavo's into it. like really, really good at uh, golf. Nice. Hell yeah, man. Um... (laughs) That's funny. No, yeah, it's. Uh, I felt bad for the kids though. They immediately just did. One of my kids during practice of the actual state tournament, there's you know like thirty teams there from the state. He throws he throws his ball down for practice shot, comes back, and he's like, my thumb hole fell out because you know bowling balls. The guys who do all the hook, they have like the inserts in the holes and stuff. His whole thumb hole came out, and I was like, this is a sign. We haven't even had our first match yet, and your thumb hole came out. Like, this is a sign of things to come, and it was. Their own bowling balls? No, they did, but, like, the, uh, they, they use glue and stuff to put these in. He, he I don't know where he got it, for, like, who his pro was, but it just, the glue wasn't great. They didn't do a good enough job, so it eventually just came out. So, like, we had to go find the pro shop at this alley and, like, be like, dude, we need you to fix this right now. And they had to, like, glue it up and we had to, like, let it dry. It's not that hard to fix. It's the dry time because he needed to bowl immediately. And, unfortunately, it was his only ball. So, like, we needed to make sure it was able to dry quick. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it was just going to keep coming out. But it was a fun experience. The kids had fun. I don't know. We sucked, but. It was was a fun moment when we won the actual tournament to go, though. Like, those kids, they were so happy. And I was just like, what happened? Like, I didn't do this. Like, we haven't won shit all year. (laughs) There you go. That's your coaching skill. Hey, but I was, I was, well, A, I mean, yeah. You were were just supportive. No, we taught them and stuff. It was just a lot of it. They were different. Like, my, when I was that age, I grew up in the bowling alley. You know what I mean? Like, I was there four days a week. One of them was league. Like, that's what I, you know, that's what me and some of my buddies did. We were just bowlers. And it was close to the house, so it was an easy walk and stuff. And that's just what I grew up doing. So, like, when I was in high school, I didn't actually bowl on the team. I kind of, like, was around it for a minute because my sister's husband at the time was the coach. And he was trying to get me to do it, but I wanted to play soccer instead because that's a real sport. They don't, bowling's not real. It's just a club. (laughs) And, uh... So I was around it then, and I could have bowled it then. But then it was like everybody who bowled juniors who, like, they were the kids. I saw them all week at the bowling alley. We were always all there. It was, like, the same six kids from each school. And it was, like, so it was, like, different then. It was super good and competitive. And, like I said, when I got there, I had a lot of kids that we were teaching how to throw a ball for the very first time. They had never bowled. They just were like, yeah, I'll try it because we needed kids. (laughs) We'd take kids from other high schools. (laughs) So we were, you know what I mean? I know. Dude, I don't have a good athletic life like you did. I played soccer until I couldn't run anymore, and then I was like, okay. That's it. Actually, yeah. 
Which was, I didn't know. No joke, man. Dude, I didn't know what a shin splint was till my like junior year in high school soccer. Yeah. But that is crazy. I think I don't know. Yeah, dude. That's uh that was that was horrible. I remember getting pulled out and being like, I can't stand, I don't know what's happening and the coach is like, You got shin splints. I'm like, What's that? Yeah, He's like, Just sit down, man. They're not fun at all. Uh, not. They really aren't. So what do you got going on this weekend, bro? You gonna watch any of the mania stuff? No? Uh, that's not no, this I'm weekend, but be, it's I'm gonna just be training for uh just get ready for that big pay per view in Texas. Hell yeah. It's gonna be busting my butt. I'm like I gotta get some gym time. Actually it's gonna be really focused on working out and being in the best shape of my life. Yeah, dude. Is is that where you're at right now, man? Do you would you say this is the best shape of your life? When I would you say that was? Three weeks from now. Yeah. But I'm gonna really up the cardio and and because uh, I really haven't been doing anything due to like being at the aces and eights stuff, yep. doing all that, and hopefully there'll be some more to come of the aces and eights. I I have a feeling that if the people want it, it will come back again. But we'll see. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Well, I think people do want it, so I think that will come back. And then in case you guys missed it, what he's talking about again Saturday, April twenty fourth at Southern Junction, Irvine, Texas, Spring Stampede. Uh, WWE going down, and you said it's on uh, pay per view IPTV. So yeah. guys, when we know, uh, we'll get the link for the next episode, so you guys can get that up there too, and check it out. Someone wants to know, Ryan wants to know what a typical cardio workout would be for you, Wes. Oh man, <laughs> we'll have to do that on the next. Uh... You're figuring it out now, aren't you? What? Are you figuring it out? Like you're working on that right now? That's why. Well, no, because I don't. I do a different cardio. Oh, you switch I, it up. I don't ever do the same thing. Oh, okay. Like I, because cardio to me is boring. Yeah. So I have to like switch it up. So it could be like one day I'll do fifteen minutes hard on the treadmill, fifteen minutes hard on the bike, fifteen minutes hard on the stairmaster, fifteen minutes hard on the elliptical, and then do it all over again. Right. Or then some days I'll jump rope or do today, like today I jump roped, then I did sprints, then I did speed steps, then I did side shuffles, then I did burpees, then I did the rope, then I did the elliptical for 25. Damn, did you? For like 25 minutes. Did you lift today too? Yeah. Damn, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. I only, I only work out. I only with real weights. I only do it for about thirty-five minutes to about forty. The rest do you do, do. Are you pretty good about getting to work out when you're on the road, or is it is it harder I than? I do. I did this last time a little bit, but I mean, if the hotel has a gym there, yeah, normally I'll go work out. And it like I can get a workout done in a hotel gym if they just have dumbbells and like one or two machines mm-hmm. and like a bicycle or elliptical like i can get a good enough workout where i feel good because i'm not trying at this moment of life i'm not trying to be the biggest guy in the world i'm just trying to maintain and look good so by that i don't need to do heavy weights i just more focus on repetition and doing exercises properly and yeah not hurting myself so in a few weeks going to be best shape of your life 
what's the diet like then from now to then? I have I eat good no matter what. So diet diet for me diet's not the problem for me. It's I'm just going to be pushing myself harder and cardio wise, so I'll get more lean and ripped up. Um, diet's always um, diet's good. I don't ever veer from not having a good diet. I've always stayed pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah, and and you cook everything basically yourself, and everything's fresh. Yeah, I don't, and I don't, I don't eat fast food, or I don't drink soda, I don't drink alcohol, so. Which is which is crazy, dude. Soda, like it's crazy people who don't realize how bad soda is. You know what I mean? Like just only water. Yeah. Water, yeah. lemonade, and Gatorade. Yeah, sugar-free Gatorade. Mm-hmm. You rock full. Rock them heavy. Gatorade, I'm gonna have my full a regular Gatorade. That's a treat. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Strawberry, strawberry lemonade one is my favorite. Nice. All right, I like them. I like. I'm a lemon lime guy, man. I'm old school. I'll do that, but when you only drink that Gatorade and water, you mix up the flavors. Oh yeah. It's like. I'm sure. Mine's more nostalgic. It's just I always grew up seeing the lemon lime one and always being like, I want that. Let me have that and being told I couldn't because, no, you don't need it. Just drink water. And then now it's like, oh, I'm going to buy me a lemon lime gay rig I love them now. Yeah, we had them for football practice and wrestling practice. So they would just make it the big old pile. And yep. Thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I didn't play any of those sports. So I didn't get Gatorade. So- soccer, we had to bring our own water. <laughs> Gatorade at my school for soccer? But, yeah, I don't know. They didn't hear I don't know. We weren't special. Dude, but it's different here. Like, I do feel like high school sports are a bit more appreciated in other states than where I'm at in Minnesota. I really do. Play football or wrestle. See, like, here, hockey is. Like, football's big, but, like, Minnesota's hockey's big. You know, where, like, you go to other places, like, like, I've seen Florida, I've seen, like, Texas, like, the football programs are usually pretty crazy at the high schools. Yeah, packed stadiums. Right. You know what I mean? I've seen Raymond James pack for a high, for a high school tournament. That's so crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. Man. There are schools that travel all around the world to play, like, these schools in Miami that are, like, the best football schools in the world. Like, and that Texas, California, and Florida are pretty much, like, the top in football. Like, like yeah. I'm talking about not, like – I mean, we are the top in football right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champions, but I'm talking about more of like Pop Warner. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm talking about like youth football. Our programs in Florida are like outrageous. I mean, there's yeah. youth football programs ran by like crazy superstars. I mean, Snoop Dogg had a reality TV show about yeah. the Pop Warner. Yeah. Uh, and they were packing stadiums. And oh yeah. Trust me, it wasn't because of Snoop Dogg. It was because of these kids. Like. They love that football that much, you know. In Florida, right. like, you can play sports year-round, so you get really good athletes. And that's why a lot of people move to Florida to play sports or Texas is because you're able to play sports all year-round. You're not, you're never not able to go outside and play. Yeah. I mean, you know, unless it's lightning, but, you know, I'm going to pretty much go outside and play. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's and like I said, that's why it's like opposite up here. It's like hockey's the bigger deal here yeah, because here that's, you, that's inside, and you're always yeah, you're yeah. able to like that's what everyone can go.
go to because it's the easiest thing mm-hmm. I mean, and probably the warmest, believe it or not. I mean, well, and it's free. Like that's how a lot of it happens here because where you know you go to those towns where it's a lot of lakes and ponds and when they freeze over, like that's the free entertainment. People just buy their kids skates and go skate on the water. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they just grow up on the ice like that. It's crazy. I wish I would have. I never did. Uh, I really wish I would have played hockey. I think I would have been good. <clears throat> you would have. Oh, yeah, bro. I'd be just pushing my weight into people on the boards. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd be up for uh, getting on that some skates. Get in shape, too. Yeah, I'd be up for that. I'd be up for that. I'd, uh, I wouldn't buddy, say no. My buddy does. Uh, he's from Canada. He lives here in uh, Florida. And he just joined a random, like, youth, like, I mean, a random club. Yeah. Like, met a bunch of cool friends. And, Hell yeah. he, like, he does little tournaments and stuff like that. I don't know. I was like, damn, I didn't even know that was around. He was like, yeah. Like, yeah, dude. That's awesome. They actually do a men's tournament up here. I used to do the MC work for he it, and they still died. do it. And he what? had, like, really bad health, but he's got a lot better because of mole infection. He had to get oh, a wow. put in his in his uh, chest. Yeah. But he, was, he, he still was able to play hockey. So. Hell, yeah. More power yeah, to that guy, so. dude. Anybody can do what you got to do. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Put you your mind to it. Well, I guess now it's kind of well. Now, now's the time you sign up now, so you'll learn yeah. how to skate. So yep. Next hockey season, you can join a club or you know get some buddies together. Yeah. So that way, you're not like learning how to do it. You already like got it down. That's right. Do. I know. I do. If I ever lost enough weight and got get some speed back in me, I would definitely join a men's uh, soccer league around here too. Uh, that'd be a lot of fun. I miss that. Um, but yeah, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm down. I'm just saying less impact on your body. Yeah. I just need to get some wide skates. I really don't see you running up and down the field. (laughs) No, I'm defense, man. I only do half field. I can't do the whole field. Put me in back so I can hang back though. Don't make me go back and forth. I ain't no midfielder. You know what I mean? I think you should play hockey. I, I, like I said, I'm down. I would definitely try it. I would definitely try it. Look at that. 52 years old, playing in Colorado. Good for him, Dan. Yeah, dude, that's badass. Tell, Tell your brother-in-law good good on him. All right, man. Well, I think this is a good spot to wrap up. you got some big stuff coming your way. We're going to bring some more episodes your way, too. Uh, we'll, we'll probably, hopefully, work on a guest episode here soon, too. We'll get one of those going. It's been a minute. Well, and uh, Knox or Garrett for the next one. There you go. Either Mike Knox or Garrett Bischoff coming through. Uh, and we're about to hit uh, Mania Week, too, once this weekend ends. So a whole lot of stuff going on next week. Uh, you can find me on the two count on Twitch. Uh, actually, it's John Russell Comedy on Twitch, but that's where the two count is being held right now. So find us there. We're going to do some watch-alongs and stuff uh, next uh, during Mania Week and all that good stuff. So we'll bring you guys another Briscoe and Big A show. Find the audio versions exclusively on vocnation.com. Uh, Find it over there. Very cool things going on with the VOC Nation. Uh, they're going uh, big worldwide, guys. Check them out. Uh, so uh, you can find them online. And, again, vocnation.com. And, uh, again, Briscoe and Big A show. YouTube. Subscribe. Click the notification bell so you know when things are going on. Got that Vegas vlog on there. Got the you and Red's last vlog you did together on there. Got your awesome cooking show on there. So, I mean, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff coming to it as well. So, make sure you guys check it out. Man, you got anything else you want to let everybody know? Uh, No, just get ready for our next episode. Should be a nice one. And uh, 
guys to share and like. That's all we ask. Yeah, as always, please share our show with all your friends uh, and like it and, and all that good stuff. Uh, as always, make sure you're tuning in on Wednesday's AEW Dynamite and check out Red Velvet as she's kicking butt. They got her bad last night, though. I didn't like that, Wes. I didn't like it last night. I didn't like oh, it. That's a different conversation altogether. I didn't like it. I, I was yelling at my TV like, oh, hell no, Jade. Hell no. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get more into that on the later episode. But, guys, make sure you check it out. Support her, support Wes, mm-hmm. uh, and all that good stuff. And we will see you guys on our next episode. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. As yeah, you come happy Easter. I'm happy Easter, everybody. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation radio network.